Patriots, Constitutionalists, MAGAs, Rebels, The Awakened, Inquiring Minds, and yes, all of you bitter clingers. Live from the Freedom Speak studio, I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Freedom Speak on AM 1190 KXKS Albuquerque, as well as streaming complete with video on Facebook, X, Rumble, YouTube, and Instagram. Our call-in line is 505-444-5059, and you can also interact with us through Facebook and Rumble chat. Just search for our channels under Becca Marie. Be sure to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to any of our previous shows and even download our show notes. You can also download the podcast of this show from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Send your questions and comments to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. This show is sponsored by Memory Revitalizer. So today is our first day on KXKS. want to welcome all of you listeners today. I think we've got a really good show together. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about traitors and patriots. A couple of statements we hear thrown around a lot these days are that someone is a traitor or that someone is a patriot. Let me start by giving you the definitions of a traitor and a patriot according to Merriam-Webster. A traitor is defined as one who betrays another's trust or is false to an obligation or duty. A patriot is defined as one who loves and supports his or her country. Some interesting history I read about what it is to be a patriot is that the word ultimately derives from the Greek patrios, meaning of one's father, is today considered an honor, but it wasn't always this way. For much of the 17th century, we uh, to be deemed a good patriot was to be a lover of one's country who agreed on political and or religious matters with whoever was doing the deeming. British loyalists applied the word like a badge to supporters of the ruling monarchy, but then the word took on negative connotations as it was applied first to hypocritical patriots, those who espouse loyalty to the crown, but whose actions belied that espousal and then to outright anti-royalists. When I read the definition of what a traitor is, where it refers to betraying another's trust or being false to an obligation or duty, it makes me think about the oath of office that all servants of our country take before beginning their terms. The one that the President of the United States takes, uh, States takes goes like this. I do swallow solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States and will to the best of my ability preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. That comes from the U.S. Constitution, by the way. I would assume that applies that the person being sworn in is promising to uphold an obligation or duty. And that obligation or duty would be to abide by and ensure others under their chain of command also follow the rules set forth in the U.S. Constitution. To fail to fulfill this duty would be to violate the trust of those they serve, namely we the people. 
According to William, uh, to Merriam-Webster, wouldn't that person be the very definition of a traitor? Shouldn't we consider any sworn-in public servant that makes statements like my oath is not absolute or the Constitution is not absolute as being a traitor? How about politicians that knowingly violate the Constitution by trying to pass legal or trying to pass legislation that is contrary to the rules set forth in the Constitution, which they swore an oath to? Wouldn't they be considered traitors, too? Many of these politicians have the attitude that they will violate their oath, put through unconstitutional legislation, and if, ha- if they have a problem with it, well, then you can just sue them in court. That's their attitude. That's the attitude of the government in New Mexico and a lot of other governments around the country. Are there no laws in the United States to protect us from traitors? Actually, there is. 18 U.S.C. Chapter 115 under Treason, Sedition, and Subversive Activities states. 2381, Treason. Whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere, is guilty of treason and shall suffer death or be or shall be in prison not less than five years and fined under this title, but not less than $10,000, and shall be incapable of holding any office under the United States. Hmm levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States. Isn't our southern border currently being invaded? Is our current commander-in-chief actually encouraging this invasion? Is he actually preventing individual states from doing anything about it? Is he giving them aid and comfort? How about 2382, misprison or of treason? Whoever owing allegiance to the United States and having knowledge of the commission of any treason against them conceals and does not, as soon as may be, disclose and make known the same to the president or to some judge of the United States or to the governor or to some judge or justice of a particular state is guilty of misprison of treason and shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than seven years or both. But what if the whole government has become corrupt and is treasonous? What if that treasonous government is systematically arresting and jailing all those that try to expose their corruption? What if that tyrannical government is censoring the free speech of those that are trying to expose them? What if the judicial system has become politicized and is working under the direction of that corrupt government? What if elections are rigged so that these corrupt politicians cannot be voted out? What you have then is a failed government that has become something resembling a fascist dictatorship. Yes. Yes. I have this if you're watching the video. That's what we've become. And nobody will be held accountable as a traitor. This has been the story of many failed governments around the world. It always results in poverty, misery, and a loss of freedom. In this twisted, failed government, patriots, as in those that love their country and the Constitution by which it was founded, would be persecuted by this rogue government for not going along with the unconstitutional, illegal orders and mandates. 
Remember the guy that was the head of the Oath Keepers? Well, he got rounded up and prosecuted and thrown in jail. The Oath Keepers. You know what that means? That means that he holds people to account of their oath of office. As a patriot, you are loyal to your country and its founding principles, not to a government that violates those principles. This is the theme of many Hollywood movies. And just a few years ago, we were all saying, that is fiction and can never happen in America. But this is exactly what's happening in the United States of America. If we're going to avoid total subjugation or a hot civil war, I don't think we can count on some vigilante hero to take the law into his own hands and expose or eliminate the criminals. Although that would be really cool if that could really happen in real life. There are more of us than them. It's time for us all to get involved in any way we can. Make phone calls, attend protests, vote in mass, speak out at public meetings, run for office, refuse to comply with unlawful orders and mandates. Don't be that person that says, I was just following orders. Be willing to sacrifice. While standing up against great evil that is actively trying to destroy our country, it is time for us all to be a patriot. In the words of John F. Kennedy, he says, ask not what you can, what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. You know, unfortunately, a lot of what has led to this problem is that a lot of corrupt politicians are promising freebies and giveaways and literally buying votes. So you have the people in this country that don't really want to work for a living that are voting for the people that are going to give them free stuff. This is not what the Founding Fathers wanted. Anyway, so today is our first day of our live radio show on KXKS Radio, and I want to welcome all of you that are listening. Basically, every week what I do on my show is I talk about anything concerning freedom and liberty. I like to talk about the Constitution a lot. I like to point out current things that are going on in the news that involve infringement of our personal liberties. And there's a lot of that going on this week and a lot of it that we're going to talk about. And in the studio with me today, I've got a couple of good friends. i got Neil Heiss. How's it going, Neil? It's good. Good afternoon. And, and I appreciate you having me on the show today. Can we turn my headset down just a little bit? Okay, uh, that would be this one. Okay. Right got, okay, and uh, and then I've also got Jason Valencourt in the studio. He was also with me during the Dr. Summers show previous to this show. Great show. I, I love listening to him, and I'll come back and listen to him any old time. It was yeah. fascinating. So. He did sound good, especially yep. this little ramification on Oreos, man. They are not good for you at all. Oh, but they taste so good. They are, they are awesome, especially they the double, double stuffed ones. You know, pursuant to your opening statement, Becca... Imagine, if you will, you're with your spouse, your family, you're in Washington, D.C., and uh, up and down the mall, you're looking at all our magnificent memorials to World War II, to the Korean War, to the Vietnam War, to, to, to the, all the history in America. And uh, lo and behold, you hear that the President Trump is speaking at one end of the mall, and you go, oh, well, I'll just motor on over there, walk on over there, and listen to what he's got to say. And then the next thing you know, you're invited to go into the 
the Capitol building. And the next thing you know, you spend three years in jail. You're not out yet. That's that's a problem here in America. You talk about a total communistic um, situation. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Well, political prisoners at this there point, they, they come with a banana republic, don't they? They do. Banana republic. Exactly right. Because they're, I, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but there was a time in this country when that could not have happened, you know? And I mean, I grew up in a, I always tell people I was born free in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I really genuinely felt that way until about 20 years ago. I felt like I was a pretty free entity in the world. And now I see the control everywhere from every side. And when I think about some of my friends that might have been um, at the Capitol on January 6th, and I think about what happened to one particular friend of mine, I am mortified that we have allowed our justice system to turn into a weapon. And that's ultimately what it's come down to. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the big libertarian, right? I'll tell you that the six most uh, violent words in the English language are there ought to be a law. And, you know, how do you Trespass that drives me crazy when people say that. There needs to be less laws. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, but how do you trespass on a building that you own? Yeah, it's a fact. It's it, it's we the people's building. It's yeah. it's our it's it's all ours up there in D.C. But well, in our local our local tyrant, um, you know, yeah, blockaded all of us, and yet somehow protesters end up in the Capitol just a few weeks ago. Yep. So so entrenched that they were they were able to interrupt a speech by the executive of our state i'm again blown away i couldn't go talk about you know the forced mandates of masks and social distancing i couldn't do any of that at the state capitol which is my building which is your building which is your building i couldn't do any of that and yet these people were able to come up there and talk about you know something that doesn't even pertain to new mexico Correct. And where we're at, along with that, where we're at is when the government is afraid of the people, then we got this big, big problem. And it has it it didn't start 10 years or 20 years ago. It started 100 years ago. And and, and it's all it, it it goes back to money. And and what we don't what we don't see or understand because we're working folks or or is the amount of money and the amount of power that comes with that amount of money. When you get up into D.C., if you get up into government of any country, there is so much money that life doesn't mean anything to people with so much money. And where I found out a person's life, an American person's life has zero value in the military in Vietnam back in the 60s. Sure. The government doesn't care whether you live or die. They're just counting you. You know, well, you're dead. No, you're not dead. You know, so it's it's interesting that it has from the 60s in my lifetime to now, it has degraded to the point that it is. But it, it started way before that. I remember Kennedy saying that, and I remember that I was I was in high school when he was killed. And it wasn't a lone gunman. It just was not. It was a government. Well, you know, they're out. still they're still hiding the documents for that. That's fact. But there's and what's it, you there know, to hide all this time. That's a later. fact. It's it was a conspiracy, plain and simple. Guys, let me ask you this. 
aside from disease and natural disasters, what do you think the number one uh, killer of human beings is on the planet? Uh, educate us. Government. Oh, oh well, well yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. Right. It's 27 so, million, the Russians, uh, Putin, uh, not Putin, but Stalin killed 27 million after the World War II. Well, and my point is, is that, you know, before the doc left, I wanted him to uh, hear a quote by Henry Ford 100 years ago. To all of you who think that the government is going to take care of you, this was a quote from 100 years ago, so you cannot hold me accountable for its political correctness. He And I'm not a Henry Ford guy, but the quote is 100% accurate. He said, if you think the government will take care of you, you need to take a second look at the American Indian. Indian. Exactly. And, and the... Ch- the leaders the, of the pueblos here in New Mexico and the, probably the Navajo Nation are concerned, if not if not very concerned, about losing their culture because the government hands them a check and the young people don't go out and look for jobs. Not at all. I can't remember the exact figures, but it's like 80 percent of unemployment on the reservation and you know my wife is full-blooded navajo and i of course i'm married to navajo and they are the most wonderful unbelievable intelligent and i'll just i'll almost guarantee you the funniest people you will ever meet i mean they are just great hilarious. people absolutely yeah, great people hilarious right They've well you know i had i had karen bedonian here with me about i don't know about a year ago and we just had the best time well karen i totally throw her threw her off when I was talking about that weirdo that was working in the Biden administration that uh, was stealing the luggage at the airports. Oh, and, yeah. I, and, and I went into talking to her about what a pup handler is, and, and she was just... <laughs> I really caught her off guard on that one. But that, you know, Karen, yeah. Karen's a good example of yeah. uh, the difference between a patriot and a traitor, right? Yeah. Um, because Karen, you know, for anything that people have against her or or whatever their quirks are, Karen stuck to who Karen is. You know what I mean? It, made a lot of people angry that Karen wouldn't be more libertarian. My party certainly was like all over her. Karen, you got to do this. Karen, you got to do that. Karen's like, no, I'm I'm going to be who I am and I'm going to go do what, what I do, which is, you know, I talk about personal responsibility and individual liberty. And <clears throat> when we start having that discussion again in this country and we somehow get God back into this country, we will probably be heading down a much better path but as long as we continue to deny god in this country and we allow us to be politically corrected on things that we know are actually right like there is a man and there is a woman and there is a difference and there's only two of them um when we can't argue that publicly because we're called names and we're put into some box obviously the banana comes out yes well you know you were at my uh, at the uh, meeting that we were at the other night when i gave a speech at that meeting and i was talking about and so was neil actually and i was talking it was focused on the second amendment but i was talking also did an overall uh mention of the bill of rights and what a right is and the thing is is a right comes from god comes from the creator if the left and i believe the left has become purely evil in this country if they manage to eliminate god 
then there is no basis by which to guarantee a right. No God, no morals, no values. You don't need them. Right. <clears throat> you know, I... You know, we were talking about, uh, you know, we touched on the Karen Bedoni thing, and I don't want to dig into that too deep because, you know, she created a lot of enemies, a lot of people, you know, because she she went to the Libertarian Party. And I don't want to even talk on that. But the thing is, is that a lot of people have this attitude in this country that uh, picking a uh, a nominee for a an upcoming election is some kind of a coronation um, and in in a lot of ways the establishment political um, you know the GOP or whether it be the Democrats they're both doing it they, they they coronate who they want and I've heard this recent discussion over the past several days as it refers to Nikki Haley now I'm not a fan of Nikki Haley. I'm not going to vote for Nikki Haley. I'm planning on supporting Donald Trump 100%. I think he's the only guy that can that can pull us out of this mess if anybody can. And I'm not even certain that he can, to be honest with you. But the Republican Party was, after only two, uh, after a, a caucus and a, and a primary, was wanting to coronate Donald Trump as the nominee. Well... Nikki Haley doesn't want to drop out yet. Okay, she has the right not to do that. She has the right not to drop out. Now, <clears throat> there's a lot of things you can say about Nikki Haley. I think uh, that maybe she's in the pockets of the left, either intentionally or unintentionally. I think that her, her coffers and her donations are being filled up by Democrat operatives and people that want to get Joe Biden back into office. But the point is, is we're not coronating a nominee, and even Donald Trump pushed back against that and told the Republican Party, no, I'm not going to let you do that. Nikki Haley's still in the race. That's what he did. I'm not going to accept being considered the nominee when the race is still going, the primary is still going. And, re- and like I said, regardless of your feelings about Nikki Haley, that is, I mean, she has a right to stay in the race if she wants to. Totally. You know, it's, it, people say they don't like the way, Donald, the way Donald Trump speaks. They don't like what he says. What? Are they not looking at what he's done? You know, and one of the biggest things he's done is expose the corruption that we're talking about today, that you're talking about, Becca. We're going to be talking about a lot of corruption yeah, today. And, I mean, New Mexico is just absolutely filled with yeah. corruption. It, it's I've been involved in the background of politics since 1970, and I have seen some of the worst of the worst, and I've seen some really wonderful people go to Washington, D.C. and as short as eight years turn into just politicians who we just don't. Well, Neil, I think it has something to do. I think it has Some everything to do with power. money. It's money. money. Power. It's money. Somebody comes along, takes them aside, and they tell them how, hey, you know, you can play the system and you can buy stocks and you can, you know, we can, we're, we're making policy and then we're, and then we're gambling on the stocks in which the companies that we're promoting. Correct. And then all of these people come, become millionaires. Insider trading. Yeah, how, Insider how could trading. you possibly be a poor, broke attorney in 1970, running for governor, and then 37 years later, he's one of the richest senators, and the people in New Mexico put him up on a pedestal, and he's just a multimillionaire. And, and, and you're right, Becca. It, it's as corrupt as they get. Even the Tea Party founder 
It didn't take him very long to turn into a, a corrupted person. Also. You know, Mitt Romney gets a lot of flack for his fifty rightfully of, so fifty percent of the country comment. Yeah, no, we're gonna get we're <laughs> we're gonna get a little deeper on Mitt. Okay, Mitt, Mitt, mittens, mittens. Um, Massachusetts Mitt. Yep. Well, Massachusetts Mitt was talking to a group of donors and this was out on video and it was only out for a little while and you will never find this one i can't find it again but this one was much worse than his 50 percent to 40 or to to 49 percent or whatever in this video he's talking to donors and he says after running the olympics i know where the real money is and if you guys want to see any real money you need to get me to dc yep all right guys i remember that this segment's coming to an end. Okay, 505-444-5059. If you want to call in and join the conversation, you're listening to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak, and we'll be right back after these messages. Want to be at Kong Cookie? wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio we can produce your show here at freedom speak we can even do commercials and psas your podcast here at freedom speak studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform all you have to do is show up and talk we do the rest for details email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. 
I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, Hablamos Espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. is flooded with products that claim memory improvement, but none offer credible evidence that their product works until now. Memory Revitalizer, the complete complex natural antioxidant, was formulated by a physician and neuroscientist. Memory Revitalizer significantly enhanced memory in two large blinded studies. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 22 years. It is safe and does not interfere with prescription drugs. Customers say it's essential. It works. Buy it from Best Buy Drugs, Manal Pharmacy, Vintage Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies are from independent health stores like Moses Country Health on 4th Street or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com and call 800-606-0192. that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Becca Marie's Freedom Speak on KXKS, 11.90 a.m. Thank you for listening today. Uh, You can call in to the show and join the conversation at 505-444-5059. And you can also watch watch us live with video on Rumble, Facebook, X, Instagram, and YouTube. And then you can also comment. We're, we're watching your comments on Rumble and Facebook if you want to interact with us that way. But we like phone calls, 505-444-5059. So um, I got my guests Neil Heiss and Jason Valancourt in the studio with us today. You know, I, I, I love reading through the Constitution because every time I read through the Constitution, I was looking through it again a little bit this morning, and I was noticing things in there that I think you're breathing hard in the mic there, Jason. 
uh, is that I notice things in there in which our government has just overstepped their constitutional duties and 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 the things that they're allowed to do. You know, one thing I noticed in Article 1, Section 8, it says here to raise and support armies, but no appropriation of money to that use shall be for a longer term than two years. Now, doesn't that sound like, you know, the Constitution is talking about raising and supporting armies. It's like, okay, we raise an army when we need one. But, Nowhere in the Constitution do I see that the federal government should be giving away money to foreign governments so that they can fight their wars. Absolutely correct. You know, and this nonsense going on in Ukraine right now, a lot of you may not realize what's going on really, all of it. You hear about how Joe Biden's constantly wanting to give more money to Ukraine all the time. I mean, we are going to keep that war going until there's not a single Ukrainian left standing to fight another war because the military industrial complex is making a fortune off of this war and including people like Nikki Haley and other politicians that are profiting from their investing in the stock market of these companies as part of the military industrial complex. But what they're also doing, all this money they're giving to Ukraine, do you realize that part of what this money is going towards is actually funding the Ukraine government? They're actually paying to fund the Ukraine government. They're 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 paying their salaries, they're giving them walking around money, they're paying they're paying their retirement accounts. Do you realize that that's what they're doing with our taxpayer money? Do you realize that? Yep, not much has changed. Lyndon Johnson was the the guilty culprit in the the Vietnam War, where the RMKBRJ was the company, and the the kickbacks there. What I saw over there was just wasting money by the government, and it all came back to the Johnsons and uh, Lady Bird Johnson in particular. So the corruption, it goes back to back of the corruption you're talking about. Because it's not their money, they just figure there's an inexhaustible supply of money, which it is because we taxpayer, taxpayers are still paying it. Um, they just spend it foolishly and aimlessly, and New Mexico is no different. There's, there's an article here, uh, if I can find it real quick, about that Rio Rancho... Uh, it was a it's a turf grass turf uh, field of indoor indoor stadium, right? That we're paying for. The there we're paying for. It. Are paying for. That's right. Thank and you, it, Tim Keller. And there was yeah, and there was money kickbacks there to these politicians, and and there are name their names named. So where's the treason? Where where's the where does the law come in? And that, let's put some of these politicians in jail for their corruption. You know, the situation currently going on on our southern border, and especially as it pertains to uh, Governor Abbott in Texas, okay? He's been down there. He's had his National Guard down there, which, you know, the state, uh, the governor of a state is the commander-in-chief of the National Guard of that state. He's been down there having his National Guard uh, put up razor wire and barriers out in the in the Rio Grande, you know, the floating orange things out in the water, because his state is being invaded. Now, there is a provision actually in the U.S. Constitution 
that says that, okay, an individual state cannot uh, declare war or do anything like that. I'll, I'll find the exact passage in a minute when one of you guys are talking. But it says, with the exception of a invasion. Okay, now... Would you not consider millions of illegals in which they're, they're sneaking across the border, they're coming across their river, they're sneaking through the bushes, and they're coming in through Texas, do you not consider that an invasion? I do. I, I mean— I absolutely do, and and I have heard from military sources there's at least a division of Chinese that have come across the border. What, what does that say? That You think buy, them buying land up in South Dakota or buy military bases is a coincidence? I don't think so. So there's a lot of things going on here that are pretty scary. Well, you know, and the Supreme Court, which I'm— uh, you know, John Roberts doesn't surprise me. John Roberts is, mm. uh, yeah, you know, he's kind of a liberal. Amy Coney Barrett, disappointed That's in her. Very much so. Um, and they they basically came to the decision that the Biden administration can send border, you know, border CBP down to the border and they can cut Abbott's razor wire fence. Okay. But that's all they said. Okay. So... The thing you got to keep in mind is that Abbott can come right behind these guys and fix the fence and put it back up again. And I hope he does that. And not only that, but apparently 25 Republican states across the country have put out a letter officially in support of what Abbott is doing. Sent troops. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how many of the states, uh, of the signatory states, sent troops, but I, I know at least 10. 10 states have sent National Guard. But ours hasn't. Oh, MLG just keeps them around neither, the roundhouse to keep us out of the roundhouse. Neither has California and yeah. neither has Arizona. Yeah. Which, of course, it, un American. That's right. Yeah, that says it all right there. <clears throat> Here's the thing I don't understand. I mean, it's clearly an invasion. I mean, I mean, what do you classify what why would you not con- consider it an invasion you've got foreigners which we don't know who they are many of them regardless of those that are trying to say oh those are not the case many of the people coming across that border are fighting age males That's correct okay they're coming across the border illegally they're breaking our laws they're sneaking in in the dead of night and how is that not an invasion how does that not warrant Sending the military down, sending the National Guard. Actually, Biden should have our our actual military down there standing on that border. They should be building the wall and they should be down there armed and say, if you invade our country, we will shoot you. That's And, and I guarantee be, it would stop. They should be issued live bullets versus when Clinton spoke in front of the military. He had to make sure nobody had any bullets whenever he was talking. Did you know that? What good's a military do without any bullets? Well, nothing. Nothing. You know, that's the whole... But when when Clinton was speaking to a military group, he wanted to make sure none of them had bullets. How bad is that? Well, were they afraid that he was going to... Was he afraid they were going to turn on him? I believe so. (laughs) Maybe. Clinton. Government has a proper role, okay? Even the the, the lone wolf libertarian believes that there's a proper role of government, right? Right. And if you look at the Constitution... which, you know, maybe I'm not even a libertarian, maybe I'm a constitutionalist, but if you look at it, it, it 
it specifically says that their proper role is to secure those inalienable rights that we keep talking about. And, and let's redefine inalienable. Becca did a good job of it the other night and did a good job of it today. These are rights that you get from God. Correct. These are not rights that, that are created by government. So I always tell people my rights pre-exist your government. I don't care what government it is, the rights that I have pre-exist that government in whatever form it is in, whether it's the Roman, you know, the the Roman Empire, uh, the British Empire, or, you know, whether you agree with it or not, the American Empire, um, which is, of course, cost us greatly here at home. And I'm a big fan of government fulfilling its proper role. Well, securing your inalienable rights means your right to property. And the big fight I've had with people from from our camp is that these people down on that southern border have property. And what is happening on their private property is rape, trafficking, murder, drugs, um, all of this illegal activity is happening on their private property and our government who has a very limited proper role in the world and one of them is to secure these people's right to their property and they won't do it and that makes me extremely upset and that's why I'm willing to fight for this border and I agree with you on that uh, Jace. there's <clears throat> there's movement afoot to take Everything the UCC has been changed in all fifty states. Uniform commercial certificate, I think UCC is what it stands for, has been changed to where if you buy a truck or and you think you got it paid off, well, the the dealership is still involved because they've used the money that you paid them to fund other things, and so this UCC allows the government to come and take that whenever they want it, your home whenever they want it. So there's there's movement of There's executive of orders that allow for that to happen. Yeah, I understand, and it's it just. Uh, not good when you start looking at all these things that happen and your comment of being about being a libertarian you're a, you're actually probably more of a conservative constitutionalist i probably am that, you know that's what i consider i am that that thing in the constitution article 1 section 10 okay the very last paragraph of that says, No state shall, without the consent of Congress, lay any duty of tonnage, keep troops, or ships of war in time of peace, enter into any agreement or compact with another state, or with a foreign power, or engage in war, unless actually invaded, or in such imminent danger as will not admit of delay. Well, Texas is being invaded. They have thousands of illegal invaders and New Mexico, Mexico, which our government is never going to do anything about it, It, you know, coming across their border. And so they're doing what Governor Abbott is fulfilling his constitutional duty. He is following his oath to protect his state. That's what he's in charge of. You know, just like when Trump was president last time. Okay. One thing I remember him saying, and I completely agreed with this, where he was talking about how I'm the president of the United States, not the president of the world. I look out for Americans. I look out what's good for America. America first. It's the job of other world leaders to look out for their countries and have the same attitude. But 
we have this whole move towards this new world order going on right now. We have a president which is compromised in who knows how many ways. I don't really even think Joe Biden is even actually running the government. I, I don't see how he's capable of doing that. He's not. Somebody else is. And... He is taking his marching orders or whoever, well, he's taking his marching orders essentially from the WHO, the WEF, and all these people. You know, that new uh, leader of, uh, is it? Um, Argentina. Argentina the other day. Yeah. He gave cool. a really fantastic speech at the Davos. WEF the yep. other day in Davos. And, and so did the president of Heritage. He went over there and called it like he saw it. It was, it was wonderful. Well, the other thing about uh, Millet and and uh, and the president of the Heritage Foundation is, you know, we're speaking in simple terms at this point because it's very easy to do. And the president of Poland is catching a lot of flack because he he won't take in any Muslim immigrants and he you know he 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 won't do this won't do that. But his language is very simple, and that is what you just said, Rebecca. My job is to look out for the Polish people and what they want. And what they want is they don't want crime. They don't want people coming to this country who don't want to be Polish. You know, they don't want people coming to this country for nefarious purposes. So, and, and, you know, we have a real problem that I think a long time ago um, got exposed, and that is our compassion. We have such great compassion in this country. We're taught to be compassionate people, and I think that that's a wonderful thing. However, when your compassion overrides logic, reason, and rationale, and it starts causing you and your friends and your community harm, you have to take a step back and say, I got to get back on planet Earth. Yeah, that goes all the way back to Johnson again on his war on poverty. You know, that was made it a government program to be compassionate. No, that comes from individuals, individual compassion, whether it be churches or whatever, taking care of folks that need to be taken care of. That's exactly right. 505-444-5059 if you all want to call in, if you're listening live on KXKS. um, Welcome your calls. We'd love for you to call in. Let us know you're there. Um, Weigh in on this conversation. Tell us what your opinion is on this stuff. I'd like to know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. What was I? Okay. Here's a, here's an interesting thing. I've got I I found this the other day. Now, you know, I'm always talking about the WF, EF, and all the you know stuff that that they're plotting all the time. Did you know that the WEF is uh, already thinking about getting rid of your coffee? I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I read about that. Did, did you guys hear about that one? Yeah, that's really good. Um, I've got. I'm, I'm going to play you this because this is this is just so good. I mean, this is what these guys are doing. Okay, listen to this. We'll be having our coffee before the session, and, and you raised the coffee example. I'd love just to give you the chance to expand on that. Basically, the coffee that we all drink um, emits between 15 and 20 tons of CO2 per ton of coffee. So we should all know that this is every time we drink coffee, we are basically putting CO2 into the atmosphere. Um, the other, and one of the reasons is because most of the coffee plantation, or most of the coffee is produced through monoculture, 
and, um, and, and monoculture is also affected by climate change. Um, the quality of these nature assets is uh, deteriorating quite rapidly. There you go. See, they want to come after your coffee now, too. Yeah. That, that made me thinking about, got me thinking about the Boston Tea Party. Did, Remember how upset people got about their tea? Did you hear, did you hear the fear-mongering around it? Yes, uh, global warming, what a crop. The crops are rapidly declining. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's this whole... It's you this, evil people. Yeah, yeah, you evil coffee drinkers, for crying out loud. You know, it's like they're always talking about, uh, they're always talking about things like, oh, you know, the, the oceans are going to rise and Florida is going to be flooded and, and we're gonna, you're going to have massive hurricanes and, you know, global warming is going to destroy all the crops. And they're even pushing this nonsense now that, that these illegals are all coming across the border because of climate change. Yeah. I mean, you know. The whole idea here, people, is that they want to have you afraid all the time because when you're afraid, you're not thinking. You're controllable. You're controllable. True. You know, I, I was watching an interesting uh, thing by by a, uh, I don't know, this guy was some kind of a uh, scientist, and he was talking about how, how this fear, how there's a part of your brain that's responsible for critical thinking and forming new thoughts and 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 he said what he said was that this fear it actually prevents uh that part of your brain from forming new thoughts as a matter of fact it causes that part of your brain to just kind of die and 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 then i've talked about this before about cognitive dissonance about fear it's like people they you know when they're in like a flight mode and they're afraid they're not thinking they're not they're not they're not critically thinking. Well, fear is an opportunity, right? You know, it was kind of like what the doc was saying earlier. You know, fear is a reaction and courage is a decision. And he asked all of us to make a decision. And that's what I did a long time ago. I decided to stand up and make my voice heard, no matter what peril it might put me in. Um, But I was taught something else about fear a long, long time ago. And there's going to have to be some self-censorship here. But um, fear stands for two different things everything and run or face everything and recover and you know we all have choices and at this time in our lives we've got to make a choice to not let the fear control what we know is is the principled and and the the behavior of integrity so that's where i think people are struggling the most and you know i always remind everybody that it's because they pushed god out of this country and pushed government to replace it and when government becomes your god you you are literally a subject and a slave and freedom comes with knowing your god having a relationship and knowing that those rights they're they're unaffected by government and so live your life to the best of your ability but it's time people <laughs> it is yes you can't there's a circle with uh you you start out in slavery and then enlightenment and then uh, that was something I talked about a while back. Is, okay, it's a thing called the Titler cycle. Yeah. Now I don't know if uh, the guy you know if the guy's name was Tyler or Titler or whatever, or if he even existed. It doesn't matter. I I talked about this one on a uh, opening monologue I did well months ago, in which this cycle these you know 
great empires they go through this cycle they do. of of basically of prosperity of of founding freedom fighters and then prosperity and people being comfortable and then people abundance, becoming entitled and abundance and, and then and, and then into the fear of losing you know it all. and then the barbarians at the are at yeah. the gate and they overrun your country and then your country fails yeah, see, Rome, and it's, Rome would have lasted a whole lot longer if they'd have just invited more barbarians to come into the country right no that was part part of their problem actually you know it's like you know they that what happened was is they had too many people come into the roman empire that did not uh, understand or follow the beliefs and the and the traditions of of the roman empire and it became so diluted that uh, eventually it just fell apart. And that's what's going to happen to our country unless we do something about it. Language, borders, and culture. I hear that mentioned all the time. And that is very, very important. If you want to have a, a nation, you have to have a border. Correct. And it comes down to that. So either you want a nation or you want a world. And I think there was a time in my life where I spent some some time trying to figure out what is it that I want? Do I want to be this human being of the planet or do I want to be an American and a New Mexican? And when it was all said and done, spent a lot of time, you know, in prayer and, and talking to people. And what I found out about myself was that I'm an American and I'm a New Mexican. I like our identity as much as people may despise some of the things that has been done in the name of that flag and in the name of this country, there's been a lot of good in the world that has come out of it. And it's been said over and over again, we're, we're the last light. And if it extinguishes here, guys, it's over. <laughs> and and you're, you're exactly right. When you stand up and say something to your neighbors or your friends and they're, and they're poo-pooing, oh, you know, I can't stand Trump. I'm going to vote for Nikki. You, you just stand up and say, well, hey, if, if you look at these facts, the facts that Trump did this, this, this and that, and Nikki is a product of, of uh, industry, if you will, you, you, you have to say something that here's what you believe and not be, not be afraid of the re repercussions of what you just said, because that's the neighbors either respect you for standing up or they despise you for standing up because they know you're you're right. They just don't want to admit it. I think that's a great way to message is policy instead of personality. You know, I, I, I'm, I didn't vote for the guy. And I'll tell you, Mission Act, First Step Act, uh, the Right to Try Act, uh, tax reform. Those are good policies. Absolutely. All right, guys, that's the end of the segment. Okay, coming up next, we'll have the top of the hour move, um, news on KXKS. And thank you for listening and watching. And if you want to call in, 505-444-5059. We'll be right back after the break.
wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio? We can produce your show here at Freedom Speak. We can even do commercials and PSAs. Your podcast here at Freedom Speak Studio would be complete with professional audio and video, and we'll stream it to your favorite platform. All you have to do is show up and talk. We do the rest. For details, email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, Hablamos Espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. market is flooded with products that claim memory improvement, but none offer credible evidence that their product works until now. Memory Revitalizer, the complete complex natural antioxidant, was formulated by a physician and neuroscientist. Memory Revitalizer significantly enhanced memory in two large blinded studies. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 22 years. It is safe and does not interfere with prescription drugs. Customers say it's essential. It works. Buy it from Best Buy Drugs, Manal Pharmacy, Vintage Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies are from independent health stores like Moses Country Health on 4th Street or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com and call 800-606-0192. realize that 
that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. You're listening to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak on KXKS, 1190 AM. That is KXKS Albuquerque. You guys liking my music? A lot. I'm a big fan of classic rock and roll. Blue Easter Cult's one of my favorites. I saw him at Bennigan's. Oh, you did? Really? Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. It was on St. Patty's Day, and it was a tent. Yeah? Right? So Bennigan's used to put up these big, huge tents. Um, Bennigan's the restaurant? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And so they put up this big, huge tent, and Blue Easter Cult played a little show. There was probably, I don't know, maybe a thousand of us in there. Yeah. And gosh, dang, they were still good. Wow. You know, and this is kind of years after their popularity. And, you know, they're doing tent shows, so it's tent not... Tent shows, yeah. It's not... It's not the, kind of a step down from the glory days, right? right? It's not the, yeah. the highlight of their stadium, um, you know, <laughs> days as, as a as a big, huge rock band, but um, but they were still really good, and I love Blue Oyster Cult. Um, one of my favorite songs is Mob Rules by... Uh, oh, that's Black Sabbath, sorry, but uh, same, same movie that Blue Oyster Cult did a song called um, Veteran of a... Thousand Psychic Wars, and I really like that song. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a child of the '60s, so it's like uh, '70s music for me. That's what I grew up with, so that was new. That was all new when I was growing up. Well, I was gonna, and, it, and it's still, and I still like playing that kind of music now because it kind of brings back memories of actually when the world when the world was a better place. You know, lyrics were certainly better. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I uh, I wanted to tell everybody in the audience. I, I'm going to get off my my soapbox and stop preaching at everybody to get out there and and become the activist that I think is in all of us in one way or another. But you know, if you can find some way to contribute and and have some value in this, it's a war, people. I mean, I don't like to use such such hyperbolic words, but it is unfortunately a war. It's a war for your spirit. It's a war for your community and it's certainly a war for your soul so i i will not be standing on this you know in the pulpit anymore on this show um because i'm gonna have fun because that's what i like to do well yeah but um obviously we talk about serious things so i just wanted to. we just can't go around being miserable all the time i just wanted to tell everybody i'm gonna stop preaching at all of you and just try to find a solution with you no the fact is it's a war between good and evil so you're right there it is you just have to do the best you can 
in as you're observing both sides. You know, talking about evil, I was listening the other day to um, this uh, some conference that was going on in which Kamala Harris was there, and they, you know, these these women were all giddy about you know abortion, and of course it's reproductive care. Okay. They're calling it reproductive freedom. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, you know, it's all about reproductive, reproductive freedom. There's copyright like, issues with this show. You know, like we don't, like we don't have the right to reproduce all we want in this country. Right. It's like we're not China. Of course, China. I think they're having problems now too. So they're Seriously. they're actually encouraging people to reproduce um, because for the longest time they were limiting everybody to one child, I believe, and so now their population is on the decline. That's exactly right, and there and that is so grievous. At the time, they stopped having one one. They they mandated one child, and if it was a girl, too bad. They just murdered them, and and so they have all these men, and this is not going to work, you know. Well, unless you're uh, unless you're a liberal and you believe all this other nonsense, yeah, those men cannot have any babies. True. Yeah. So I, I'm a big believer that the biggest killer on earth is government. You know, I just democide to me is it's my great history. You're exactly right. Is my greatest fear, right? Like I have a greater chance of being killed by the government than I do by COVID, than I do by really an auto accident. Um, you know, there's all sorts of things that 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 could happen to me um, that are far less likely than me being actually killed by my government. So um, or some other government for that matter so um you know you're going to hear me continue to remind everybody that the individual you and me are the greatest minority on the planet and if anybody wants to politically correct you you just remind them that you belong to the the greatest minority on the planet which is you defend the individual yeah yeah so i want to play this audio from uh kamala kamala harris kamala uh in which she just says what is just a bunch of lies? And I and I want to point it out. All right, so. I just assume when her lips are moving, they're lying. Moving yeah. on, I want to say that, um, you know, when we look at where we are as a country, we do know, need those elected leaders among the leaders who are here. For example, Congresswoman Gwen Moore is here, another member of Congress. <laughs> And all of the state and local leaders who are here, I want to thank you all for the work that you do to uphold one of our nation's highest ideals, the ideal of freedom. Freedom. Okay. Freedom, I believe, is fundamental. I do, too. Of America. Freedom of speech. Freedom. Okay, let's just stop right there. Freedom of speech. Kamala is claiming that she believes in freedom of speech. Okay. Apparently, all these brain-dead people that are watching her in the audience have not paid attention to what has been happening over the last few years. Over the last few years, I mean the Twitter files. I talked about them. But freedom of speech? Really? She believes in freedom of speech? Her and, and Tyrant Joe, Comrade Joe, that's why I like calling Comrade Joe, have been squelching speech for the last few years. They've been actively members of the government, the FBI, various different three-letter agencies, politicians have been interacting directly with these social media companies and having people deleted, censored, throttled, canceled, 
and they believe in freedom of speech. And not only that, but he was pushing, Biden was pushing the whole idea of a disinformation government board. Is that the sort of thing that happens in a free country? Is that freedom of speech? Did did we have a woman call earlier on the show to talk to the doctor who was afraid to say ivermectin on the air? Ivermectin, you guys. Yes, ivermectin, ivermectin, ivermectin. It works. Yes, it works. As far as I know. It does work. I know. I took it recently. You know, uh, I was, uh, we were originally going to be starting our show, our new show last week, me and the doctor. Both of us ended up getting sick on the same day. So we were sick last week. And I'm like, I'm at like a little over 90% uh, good today. Um, But I caught whatever's going around. And Dr. Summers happens to be my doctor. He gave me azithromycin, and that is to protect my lungs against uh, some kind of awful infection, which I, I think I was well on my way to doing that. Matter of fact, the first couple days of whatever I had, I literally, when I was trying to sleep, I felt like I was going to drown in mucus. It was the most terrifying thing ever. And guess what he also gave me a prescription for? A prescription for? Ivermectin. By the way, regardless of what you've been told, it's not a heat. It actually is a horse dewormer in a certain form, and it works rather well for that, apparently. But ivermectin was not invented. It was invented in Japan. It was known as the wonder drug when it came out. There were numerous papers that were written about it, and it actually has a lot of different applications. And it's not unusual for a doctor to prescribe a medication for what they consider an off-label use because... In many time, in many situations, it will work for other things too. You well, have something to say? Go ahead. Yeah, my question was: <clears throat> Did we have a woman call earlier today who was afraid to say the word ivermectin because we were talking about speech being censored? And my question is: Should ivermectin be added to the George Carlin list of seven words you can't say on Ooh. television? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a vote. You all, you all, the public should decide. Should ivermectin be on the on George Carlin's list? Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised the uh, I'm surprised Joe, Joe Biden's FCC hasn't banned the word as one of the words that can't be said over the radio. You know, I've got I've got a box here on my desk that is specifically for the purpose of it's got a a thing a button called a dump on it and and what that means is like if somebody calls in or one of you guys gets out of line and says one of those handfuls of words that the FCC has deemed that cannot be going out over the over the public airways I hit that dump button and that gets erased and nobody hears it and George Carlin really honestly did that for everybody a long time ago he told you what those seven words were on HBO because he could say them on HBO and my question was simple do we add this word to them and honestly the feedback in the uh, in the studio is that we're going to add ivermectin uh, and we'll have to come I'll bleep myself from here on out when I when I use the word yeah ectin. beep yeah um and then we won't say it anymore so uh god bless the ussr and uh <laughs> yeah. you know whatever methods of control that we we need to to keep the people in line yeah so let's continue with the kamala lies here Oh, God. I can't watch this This woman. This is is too good. Okay. Oh, oh, hold on. It's embarrassing. Freedom of assembly. Freedom of worship and freedom of assembly. Okay. Let's hold that right there. Freedom of worship. Okay. She's never going to get through this. Probably not. Remember how... 
pre churches were threatened and churches were closed down yep. and preachers that disobeyed the federal government or even disobeyed super tiny spreaders. little tyrants like our little mad little crazy little runt up in Santa, Santa Fe, okay, in which they they didn't go along with that. These preachers were hauled away and arrested. They were super spreaders, super, Rebecca. Super spreader events. They, how dare you they, promote yes, super spreaders? They, they did use that word. You know, I attended Am a whole I bunch. Right? Yeah, I attended a whole bunch of super spreader events during the last <laughs> few years, and I'm telling you, we were all we all did just fine. You probably did some illegal migration too. Migration, like to another state, yep. and came and back. Came yes, back. I did that too. And then I get did stopped that on the highway. That's right. And I was. And if you so, see something, say something. So I'm going to say something. That's right. You just go ahead and do that it's like and i wasn't wearing a stupid mask and i wasn't standing six feet apart from anybody and you know i did just fine and you know the the one thing that was really really great about all that nonsense is when i was driving around on the roads there was no traffic i loved it i agree with that no traffic what i else? was essential and so i had to work because i was essential oh you were essential yeah, i was essential too. and what I'm makes sorry you sorry if you weren't essential but i was what it, makes you jason more essential than anybody else the letter from my company in my in my glove box yes i had one of those too by the way said i was essential yes. made me more essential than yes. everybody else right. so if you don't have a letter from your employer that you're essential i highly recommend forging one you know does that make you guys Guys feel any better that a lot of you people out there in the listening audience are non-essential people hmm. i didn't mean any of them of course well, they're of course all essential well i don't consider them non-essential but they're the essential to our does. show um so yeah no i mean it got so ridiculous this is the this is how ridiculous these arguments that they make are i heard adam carolla say the other day Shh, just anyone any progressive show me one of your policies that's worked Correct. I think this is the greatest question of, of the decade. Just show me one of your policies that's worked. And th what they do is they're like, racist. You're trying to take freedom away from women. Racist, bigoted, homophobe. I mean, they can't sit down and just have a, 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 a civil discourse yeah. with you. No, it's mind-blowing to watch. It is. Let's continue with this because I'm having fun with this. Oh my God. You got me all fired up. I love that. Yeah, I know. Isn't that great? I'm going to chill. Okay. All right. So here we go. Let's freedom see. to vote. Freedom to vote. In America. We don't have freedom to vote in this country. <laughs> yeah. See, sheep. This is just one, one Kamala B got BS one word nonsense out. after the other. <laughs> it's like we don't have freedom to vote. They put this nonsense out there like, oh, you don't have freedom to vote. Who doesn't have freedom to vote? Can you tell me, any of you, okay, 505-444-5059, feel free to call in and tell me if you were told that you were not allowed to vote. I, 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 I don't know. You, of, I can tell you who was told they weren't allowed to vote. Here in the state of New Mexico, by order of the governor of New Mexico, reservations. Look it up. Talk to Karen. It was a big deal, you guys. Well, you know, I remember. The turnout on the res for voting was like half. And I'm being conservative because that's the way now, I Now, see, Jason, I heard that actually more people voted on the res than there are people on the res. 
according oh. to the vote counts. Well, that of course would not shock anybody. That's but the genes th- there. That is not what the the newspapers reported. They reported something like eight percent of the reservations were voting because of COVID. I'm talking about 2020 specifically, and um, you know there was of course backlash from the conservative uh, Native uh, Americans who said, "Look at what you did. You wouldn't let us vote in our communities. We had to go way outside of our communities to vote." We couldn't get mail-in or provisional ballots. Um, you know, we vote on the day of, and all of these polling places were closed. So they felt disenfranchised. And if you look it up, I'm sure you will find articles that show both sides of it. Hey, we're protecting and saving, and for your own safety and well-being, you shouldn't, you know, have these super spreader polling places open. Yadi, right? They, they convinced us that going and voting was, you were going to get the, the Rona. Oh, oh, yeah. True. Uh, we were at <clears throat> in the beginning of that in March of twenty, I guess is when it was. Maybe the, exactly. <clears throat> right. It was a big mining show in Vegas, and and the word came down from high that said, if you shake hands with anybody, if you give a hug to anybody, if you breathe the same air as anybody, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. And there were people. There and then you're gonna go home and you're gonna kill grandma. There, there. Yep. And there were people yeah. and companies there that just. Well that just vacated their their booths and stuff, lost hundreds of thousands of dollars because they believed all this bullshit. Oh, I mean, pardon me. Can't say that. These are people of science, right? Yes. And it was astounding. That's the part that astounds how, me. How the media picked that up and then turned it into this fiasco that we're talking about three yeah. years later, four years later. It, it's, uh, and I heard the doctor talking about those two dr McCul- peter mcculloch oh yeah you know, that, sure. that guy is right on the money you know it's, it's amazing well dr mcculloch dr malone you know yeah. um, there's just these truth tellers right dr summers put him in that category please because he's been telling the truth to people for three years yeah when other doctors my own who i love and i certainly won't mention his name on the, on the radio i had a great relationship with him for 20 something years i fired him because he's wearing a mask in front of an asthmatic who's done the research i don't know what crazy idea i got 20 years ago when the internet first came out, but I said, I'm an asthmatic and I, I, I think wearing a mask will help me breathe better. Can you believe that? See, I refuse to wear a mask just out of principle. Well, I'm talking you know, about 20 I, years I, ago. I, I, I wouldn't do it at all. I never did. And and the thing is, is yeah, I had to fire my dentist, too. I had to fire my dentist. I had to fire my doctor. And I found new people. And I literally, I went through the list. I, I looked online under dentists. And I went through and I started calling one dentist after the other. And I asked them this question. Okay, this is how adamant I was about this. I said, are you going to make me wear a mask if I come to your office? Because there was a dentist... Literally just a couple of miles down the road from where I live, up in the East Mountains, okay, that here I had $10,000 worth of dental work I needed to get done, and they were, they were adamant about me wearing a mask. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Can I wait out in my car, and then you can call me in? I'd be, I'm, will, I'm willing to do that. You know, I'll wait out in my car. You can call me in when you're ready for No, you got to wear a mask. So how are you going to work on my teeth if my, I'm wearing a stupid mask? And so, but... The whole thing was ridiculous, and it made no sense. But the thing is, I went through the list of every dentist I, that I found on the Internet, and, and I asked them the question, are you going to make me wear a mask? Well, yes, we have to do that. No, you don't. Goodbye. And I'd hang up on my go to the next one. Finally, I found one in which they said, no, we understand. We have a lot of patients that have the same feelings you do. We'll, we will accommodate you. Right. Well, there you go. 
there you go. That dentist made $10,000 for me. Right. And I sent you that article, right? And I'm going to reference it one more time after I remind you guys that 20 years ago, I'm an asthmatic that has trouble breathing. And I come to the just brilliant conclusion, this is how brilliant I am, that wearing a mask is somehow going to help me breathe better. So I do the research on the internet. Everything that I find says, not only will the mask not help me breathe better, but is going to be harmful to me. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, Rebecca. Um, You know, what they convince people of, you know, is almost like that. What what is it called? Is it called Manchusen, uh, Monhausen, um, where you convince people that your child is sick um, so you can get attention and all of that? I I feel like they convinced everybody of that, you know, that, that all of this nonsense was somehow true. And they keep doing it. Oh, no. They got to keep up the fear because as long as they keep up the fear, people are not thinking. People do not think and use critical thinking when they are living in fear. (laughs) Amen. They don't. You know, I I remember uh, not long ago, I went to a church service and the preacher was actually talking about something to that effect that only he was talking about stress. And in which if you are being stressed out or afraid that it actually prevents you from doing anything to make anything better. And, you know, I never believed this nonsense from day one. I I never did. And I never went along with it. But. I like always I tell s- people that I bought into it for like 30 days, right? Oh, you because bought I- into it for that long? Well, here's the problem. I'm asthmatic. I was scratching my head for about 15 days, I think. Well, maybe. I'm asthmatic, and all they talked about was the lungs, and that this thing was going to attack the lungs. You know, and it's like a weakness. It's like an Achilles heel to me. My lungs, yeah. my lungs. You're, you're, you're ringing my bell. 30 days into it, I woke up one morning, and, and I don't know what it was, but I literally looked up at the sky, looked at the mirror, and said, I'm an American. I'm not afraid to die. What am I doing? And, and that was it. And if you're a Christian, you're not afraid to die either. Well, that too. I did the yeah. math. <clears throat> I did the math. You know, nanometers are a billionth of a meter. And so the virus is 40 to 50 uh, in oh, diameter. Oh, I never bought into the mask, guys. I bought math, into the math, Rona. Mask. Oh, sorry. M-A-T-H. Yeah. Um, and and uh, light wave is 147. You hold one of them masks up to the light. You, you can see the light, so it's not stopping a thing. Yeah. Neil, you want to know how somebody explained it to me? I, I almost think it was a doctor. They said, hey, uh, do you wear underwear? And I said, yeah. And they said, <laughs> They said, yeah. can you smell it's your... It's like, no, I go commando. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. And, and they you said, know, can you... S- stop a fart. <laughs> there you go. So uh, yeah. that that was their explanation to me. And once I, I heard that... If, I if you just... can pass gas through your underwear, the mask is actually does about as good a job you as know, that. And it's when you roll the windows down in the car and you see all these people driving around with the windows up in the mask on. <laughs> Well, you know, work. you know, I, I, I jokingly, you know, I'm a little bit of a stand-up comedian, and I always tell people, you know, test these people's masks, you know, fart around these people, make sure that these things are working. <laughs> right, you get right up next to them, and and then you, you know, you let her rip. Right, and then it's like. Well, you shouldn't have anything to worry. You're wearing a mask. You won't. You won't smell that. Or when the police officer pulls you over, you know, remind him of social distancing and that you know that he should be wearing a mask so he can't smell whatever it is that you that you're doing. How did we get? Down? You know. We're off subject. Uh, Go back to Kamala there. And let's yeah, see let's, if you get another. Okay, there. Let's oh, 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 they, it's chock full of good stuff. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go with Kamala again. We're counting words now. Is not to be given. It is not to be bestowed. It is ours by right. 
<laughs> okay, see, the thing is, I'm completely agreeing with what she's saying here. Of course. You know, this but the is thing is, what, what she's saying, and she knows it, is a bunch of BS. She don't believe any of this stuff. And it's like, freedom is, is not bestowed. You're right. It's not given by the government. Just like I'm always saying on my show, it's like, you'll notice at the end of my show today, for those of you that are new in my listening audience, one thing I always say is I always say, freedom and liberty are rights, not privileges. And you have to understand that a right is not given by the government. A privilege is given by the government or another entity of authority. But a right is not given by the government. And, and among those rights are the right to free speech, the right to keep and bear arms, the right to attend church, the right, you know, the right to assemble. But all of that has been trampled over the last few years. And she's just flat out lying here that she actually believes in this nonsense. And, and, and these brain-dead people, which are probably living in fear in the audience, that really, really the only thing they're focusing on is being able to kill babies. They don't, they don't know any of this stuff because that, they're, yeah, they're just... Do you remember when I ran against Melanie Stansberry for House District 28? Too bad you didn't win. Well, yeah, I, no, I know that would have been good. I had no chance yeah. of winning. I was in a three-way race, okay? And people will say, well, Jason, did you cost the other guy the race? I did not cost the other guy the race. Um, he had no chance of winning either. Um, and my vote count certainly showed that I did not cost him the race. But getting back to Melanie, you know, I, I didn't know what a slick politician she was until after she did this to me. So we had had several conversations in forums where um, I... I was given the opportunity to say some things. And one of the things that I said was, I believe in community-driven solutions. From that moment on, Melanie talked about community-driven policy. And Can you believe just, how fast the show's going today? I know, but just one word, right? She yeah. just changed one word. Yeah. All right, so you're listening to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak. And the call-in line is 505-444-5059. We'd love for you to call in. And in the, we're coming up on the last segment. I, gotta, I can't believe that. I want to talk a little bit about what Trump should do on day one if he gets reelected, which, oh, God, I hope he does. Anyway. I'm, I'm a little bummed. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio? We can produce your show here at Freedom Speak. We can even do commercials and PSAs. Your podcast here at Freedom Speak Studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform. All you have to do is show up and talk. We do the rest. For details, email us at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Thank you. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E. Tim Young, Hablamos Espanol. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. is flooded with products that claim memory improvement, but none offer credible evidence that their product works until now. Memory Revitalizer, the complete complex natural antioxidant, was formulated by a physician and neuroscientist. Memory Revitalizer significantly enhanced memory in two large blinded studies. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 22 years. It is safe and does not interfere with prescription drugs. Customers say it's essential. It works. Buy it from Best Buy Drugs, Manal Pharmacy, Vintage Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies are from independent health stores like Moses Country Health on 4th Street or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com and call 800-606-0192. that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211.
Hey, welcome back to Becca Marie's Freedom Speak, our final segment. Time is flying today. My gosh, we're only going to get to like half the material I had. You know, I was talking about before the break that uh, on the one thing I wanted to talk about, but I changed my mind. I want to, I'm going to finish up the Kamala thing here, and then I want to dig into the Carrie Lake thing, that uh, video or the, the audio that she got off that phone call with that corrupt GOP in Arizona. And it's like, this is not just an Arizona thing. I mean, it's not, and it's not just the GOP. Understand that. It's the, it's, it's the entire establishment. It's the entire uniparty. The uniparty. We have a uniparty, and, and the proof of that is this coming out more and more now. Well, and as much as this might uh, bum some people out, the LP's part of it, guys. Sorry to say, but it, the uniparty includes the third one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's finish with uh, Kamala here. All right. Okay, because I love exposing lies. That's like my favorite thing I like to do. Okay. Oh, they're all excited. Oh, yeah. Well, because she's talking about something that, that we inherently agree with. The freedom to make decisions about one's own body. Okay, hold it right there. Freedom. Freedom over your own body. Do you think Kamala really believes in that? Do you think that? No, she doesn't believe that. Remember how people in the military and and government jobs and things like that were told, if you don't take this, if you don't take this uh, vaccine, then well, I'm sorry, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to be fired. Or or maybe and, and then back to the whole religious freedom thing, okay? Well, unless you provide a a a a religious exemption form and we'll see as the government, we'll decide whether or not you're rel- religion or not, whether it qualifies, and then we'll decide if your religion is good enough. I mean, come on. Really? 505-444-5090. No, no, you got it wrong. 505-444-5059, if you want to call in. Oh, 5059, I did get it wrong. You got it wrong. I'm so sorry. You're confusing people. I apologize. No. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no. All right, I'm going to try that again. 505-444-5059. Exactly. That's it. Much better. Yes. All right, so let's continue with the Kamala lies. Okay, here we go. Not the government telling you what to do. Really? I completely agree with all of this. 51 years ago today... In the case of Roe v. Wade, the United States Supreme Court. Okay, let's hold this because. The fundamental constitutional. Well, I saw somebody right calling. Okay, oh, to where are they at? Freedom. I thought and somebody was calling. And for nearly half a too. century, Americans relied on the freedoms protected by Roe. However. Okay, so number one, that's a lie. She is trying to put out this lie that. Um, Constitutionally, you have a right to kill your unborn baby. Oh, here they are. They're calling back again. Let's 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 get that call. Caller, you are on the line with Freedom Speak. Who do we have on the line? This is Jamie Becca. Hey, Jamie, what's going on? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. What's on your mind? Well, I have to tell you that. Kamala Harris owes her career in politics to her position. I like how you pronounced her name. Willie Brown. Yeah. 
And uh, everybody who lived in California at the time and paid attention is aware of that fact. She does not know the meaning of the word truth and what you're playing certainly bears that out. The problem is, and, and Jason nailed it, we have, we have an illusion of two parties with a third party thrown in that hasn't stood a snowball's chance in hell pretty much from the beginning. Our founders warned us about the existence of political parties, period. And while I am currently a registered Republican, largely so I can have some say in, in how the party uh, puts forward candidates, and that may be an illusion as well, um, I've always voted for people and policy and not party. And I think that's what we should all be doing. Uh, Neil cast aspersions on our former president, the late Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, Linda's responsible for me being a member of the same group of people that I see Neil wears proudly on his hat. I'm also a veteran about uh, conflict. Thank you for your and, service. And you for yours. We were lied to <laughs> from the beginning. Yes, sir. Really? The, the government lies to us, Jamie? To. Huh? The government lies to us? You didn't get the GI Bill? <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, you know, I did, and I didn't use it as well as I might have. But everything they told us about why we were there turned out to be an exaggeration, an untruth, a manipulation of fact, or just a plain outright lie. And because of what I did uh, with the military, I was seeing raw data and being able to compare that to what was being put out there. When it is in the best interest of the government to lie to the people, they do. And you you talk about the people who made money from that. Uh, Morrison, Knudsen, Bechtel, a number of other large companies. Um, Yeah. War profiteering goes back probably to the American Revolution. I mean, there were people who were tried for it during the American Revolution or after it. There were people who did it during the Civil War, probably on both sides, although we know about the Union more, more than we do about the Confederacy. And people who did it in World War I, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and on. Um, Eisenhower got it dead right, the industrial military-industrial complex. But as was touched on somewhat by Dr. Summers, the pharmaceutical and medical uh, professions are involved in it as well. We are, as individuals, that tiny minority, thank you, Jason, um, we are pitted against a megalith of an enemy. And we may win the occasional battle. But the war goes on, and we cannot stop fighting it. We need to fight it on every front, on every day. And what Becca does here, and everybody who comes on Becca's Becca's show pretty much uh, supports, is that individual battle against the megalith. I don't like what I see. I frankly don't like any of the choices that I'm being given for president in 2024. 
Um, I voted for Trump in 16 and again in 20 as the lesser of the evils. But I consider him to be, in his own way, no better than any of the others. That we're given a choice basically between a senile old man, who I think is being manipulated cruelly by the party in his own life, and a guy who acts frequently enough like a spoiled two-year-old and has created this cult of personality that is second only to the one that surrounded the late Chairman Mao, I think we've come to a pretty terrible pass. Yes, Trump did some good things, but he sold out a number of the people who supported him. And I think he will probably sell out a number of other people. And he is incapable of working with the system as it is and seems to have been incapable because it's a very entrenched system. Well, I want to stop you there, Jamie. Do we really want him to go along with the system as it is? I, the system that we have is broken. I mean, we have a system I, right now going on in our government that is completely unconstitutional and outside the bounds of the Constitution and what the Founding Fathers intended. So, you know... You, you know, whatever you might have to say about Trump, of all the people that are currently running, I think he's the only guy that is brash and mean enough to get in there and actually do what needs to be done. And Jamie, this is Neil. I would say there's a lot of things you say there is correct, but <clears throat> Trump, if we had some other candidate, younger maybe, Less experience, maybe less tough, maybe. They, Vivek they, Ramaswamy. Uh, no, I, I mean I like, I'm a fan of Vivek. Well, me, me too. He he calls things that that should have been seen. But anyway, how do they stand? How do they know? How do they not get stabbed in the back? Kind of like Trump did for some number of times there when he was running, trusting people in the three-letter acronyms, the CIA and the FBI and stuff like that, and they just whacked him. So how would we know as as like thinkers, if you will, or similar thinkers because of some experiences we, we too have uh, experienced in our lifetimes? We didn't lose that war. You know, if it wasn't for Walter Cronkite and, and Robert McNamara, those pieces of junk, why the American public would know that the... The Viet Cong were were on their were on the ropes. It was over. We had them, and then because of those two folks uh, selling the American public that we lost, it, we didn't lose it. It just that irritates me no end to this very day. Well, so, it all comes back to the corruption, and it comes back. Um, Yeah, it just comes back to what we were talking about. You know, if the system is this rotted out, um, then we need something wildly different. And I am not a fan of this guy, and I've never been a fan. But I look at policy over and over again, and I I, I think the rhetoric's changed a little bit. Um, that, That makes me hopeful, and I'm encouraged. And, you know, Vivek brought a whole different dynamic to to the conversation. I think that's going to be good ultimately for people who defend what we defend, Jamie, which is, you know, personal liberty and individual responsibility. And I just hope that when it comes to it, that we actually get to vote 
in 2024. I have so much fear around all of the the distractions between you know Gaza and and uh, Ukraine and our our own border um, that they are going to have enough of what they need in people's minds to declare some sort of state of emergency and and put us all at bay. So, Jamie, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about before the end of the show, so wrap it up. What other Absolutely. quick thing you have in mind? Absolutely. No, I, 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 I pretty much agree this is going to be something. I think what we're seeing in Texas with Abbott may be, especially given the fact that he has support from the number I heard was 17, but it could still No, 25, 25 was the last count I had. Better. I think we need to see more of what's going on with in Texas with Abbott. I think we need to have more people standing up because our federal government has become unconstitutional and tyrannical. And it's up to us that are patriots, those of us that believe in the Constitution and what this country is all about, to stand up and do what is right. And, Jamie, your oath didn't expire, did it? No. And I've taken it twice. I took it. I took it in Army Green, and I took it in Police Blue. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I'm I'm doubly dipped. Rebecca, thanks for what you do. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks Thank you, Jamie. We appreciate it. Good See talking ya. to you, Jamie. All right. So. Let me finish this last little thing here, and I'm going to zip through this, and then I want to talk about the Cary Lake thing. Zip. All right, so. You heard the word, Jake. Zip. Zip, zip, zip it. Nineteen months ago, the highest court in our land, the court of Thurgood and RBG. Does her voice drive you crazy as much as it does me? I can't me? listen to her. Speed. A constitutional right. It's not a constitutional from right. From the people of America. From the women. Okay, let me just sum this up, okay, this nonsense she's talking about. She believes that it's a constitutional right to take the life of an unborn child. Now, I think ultimately this argument has to come down to, does this unborn child have the right to life? Do, do they have the right not to be killed? Show me a right that only one half of our population has. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. So I want to talk about, that's enough with, uh, with Kamala because, I mean, she, she drives me crazy and it, everything she's saying is a bunch of nonsense. And her brain dead followers that are following her, uh, they, they, they have no idea what's happening in the real world. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. We are... At a point, you know, like Jamie was talking about, it's like, well, you know, he's kind of got the same attitude. Well, I don't like the way Trump is. He, he's kind of mean. And yes, he is kind of mean. Uh, he is kind of mean. That's exactly why we need to vote for him right now, because he's kind of mean. Are we you, need somebody that is mean. Are you watching this Argentinian president? I love him. I mean, he's making Trump look like a, you know, like a, 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 a Catholic schoolboy. Well, you know, the question is, is, are, is the left in his country going to come after him and try to destroy him like they did with Trump? Well, he, he, he did something I think was a little smarter than Trump. He started eliminating federal departments immediately. Well, see, and, and if I and we may not get to that. Uh, today, if we don't, I'll talk about it next week. I want to talk about talking what about. Trump should be talking about, what he should be doing on day one, yep. because you hit on something very, very important there. Okay, so I want to talk about this Kerry Lake thing. Okay, the head of the Arizona GOP was trying to bribe Kerry Lake. Endorsed now, by Kerry Lake, endorsed by Donald Trump. What's that? Jeff DeWitt. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, um, no, 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 no. The snakes that these people are, please, oh, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is huge for us. Yeah. Well, it's it's like my it's like my male cat at home. He likes to bite you if he likes you. You know, it's like you'll feed him and then you come along and then he bites you and it's like, well, okay, I know it's because he true loves love. Me. Yeah, but but anyway, so. Carrie Lake, which I'm a big fan of Carrie Lake, by the way, I believe that Carrie Lake is one of the most genuine people out there. As a matter of fact, she would be one of my top picks for Trump to pick as a running mate, but I'd rather he not because I think she's got a really good shot of winning that Senate seat in Arizona, and I think that's more important. He probably needs to pick somebody that's more available right now that's not on their way to doing something else that's really important. That, that That's just what I think, you know, but... So I'm going to play this recording, and if you guys have not heard this, I really you need to hear this. Okay, listen. Is there a number at which I can be bought? <laughs> That's what it's about. You can take a pause for a couple years. No, take a pause. <laughs> no. Ten million, twenty million, third? No, no, no. A billion? No. That's dedication. It's not about money. This is about our country. That's right. I sell out for a billion. Everybody, I'm just not going to lie to you. Shut up. Get out of here. Anybody would think this is... No, to be fair, even me, even me, I'll say this. I want a fresh face right now for the reason that I've never seen anyone, I can't think of a single person in a federal race who've lost, ran in one. I can't think of it. If you can think of it, let me know. I'm not going to let these people who hate our country tell me not to run. You should call them and tell them to get behind me. I wish I had one of those beep so things. what's going on? What is, uh, I'm assuming this is our friend. Oh, this is, this is, this is back east. They, there are very powerful people. Back east. Oh, no. Powerful people. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is in a big way. So, this conversation never happened. Th- this is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. They are right. They are corrupt. Maybe. This is right. Don't, don't go. Do you care though? I'll get myself in trouble. This, if you, if, you, if you say no, which is fine. It's your choice. Don't tell people. I know. They're going to try to have me murdered. <laughs> I thought he'd say he's world, man. If that stuff that came out last week is right about the cartel stuff, I mean, I, I see the cartels operating in 50 states right now. Like all 50, mm-hmm. So. So what, what, what's going on? Who is it? What? Forget the who. He's not going to give the name. I'll tell you what. These people operate in the shadows. I just say there are people calling around. People calling around. I'm saying, gosh, no, they can't repeat this. Never repeat this. If you say no, don't. Because they say, I got offered to buy that. Yeah. Don't use it. Here's this, my problem. Rather than just say, let's work with her. She's a great candidate. Because they don't own me. And it pisses me off. Yeah, it's not it's about ownership. It's about control. I don't know it's about control. It's about being on the team. I guess that's it. You know what I mean? They want to be on the team. They want you to be on their team. But, Just, you know? but if they're pushing a global... They want her to be on their team. Of course they do. But the thing is, Carrie Lake, you know, 
she's not willing to be on their team. She doesn't want to be on the team of the establishment, they, whoever they are, whoever they are that are actually trying to orchestrate the destruction of our country right now and take away all of our freedom. People like uh, Kamala that, you know, spouts all this garbage to her brain-dead supporters when she doesn't believe any of this stuff. She's, you know, Kamala and sleepy, creepy Comrade Joe, they're all in the back pocket of whoever it is that is, like, pushing this narrative at the WEF and the WHO and the UN and all of this crap. Right. And you, Carrie Lake's not going to be part of that. Neil just mentioned mittens. Mittens. Yes. And Mitch McConnell, and the list is long and distinguished. What we've got are a few people up there that are defending us. It's just not enough. So Carrie Lake is one of those people that wants to go defend us, and this is what they do to you. And and I'm going to just give you guys a little personal experience. I left political parties this last time about a year ago, maybe longer, because of what I watched. I watched this happening in what I thought was the party of principle. I heard conversations. I was part of conversations where literally people are saying, I've got these donors from wherever, California, Montana, Nevada, New York, that are willing to dump some big money to make sure that Karen's not on the ballot. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I mean, it was ridiculous, you guys. And once I saw that, I said, I can't be a part of any of this nonsense anymore. So that's why I, 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 that's why I've taken the stance that I've taken. But when it comes to Carrie Lake, I just hope people pay attention to the fact that this was somebody she trusted, you know? So when you're a novice at the political game, you trust people. And I still am considered a novice at this whole thing because I'm willing to trust you. You got to screw me for me to realize that you're actually out to screw me. I don't walk into every situation completely paranoid and skeptical. But I know people who do politically, and I don't hold it against them because it's stuff like this. Well, Trump is going to have to do that on this next one if he wins. Get closer there. I say Trump is going to have to do that on this next win if he's the president because there's going to be those that are in there trying to undo all the good he's going to do. And, you know, I guess I will focus on that next week because that's something I wanted to talk about. But we're just about out of time. We're out of time. We are out of time. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for coming in the show with me today. It was a good one. Hey, uh, Jason's going to be with me tonight on the live stream streaming show that we're going to do tonight. It's streaming only starting at 10 o'clock called The Continuum, and we're going to talk about the rise of AI, and I've got some pretty scary stuff to share with you guys on that 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 I've been listening to. So I would like to ask you to follow, like, share, and subscribe to whatever platform you're watching us on. If you're watching us on social media, send your comments or suggestions to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com. I'll post replays, things like that there, show notes, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, if you missed any of the show, you can always download the podcast from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And uh, thank you so much for all of our new KXKS listeners on uh, 1190 AM. Um, We will be back again next week, and we'll have Dr. Summers on 1 to 2, and then uh, this show on from 2 to 4. So I'd like to remind you, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided we're weak, together we're strong. It's time for us all to stand up, open your eyes, reject division, use some critical thinking. 
Stop listening to liars like Kamala Harris and all these other nitwits. Tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate, hell no, we won't comply. Resistance is not futile. And do you know what I say, Jason, at the end of every show? We are the resistance. (laughs) Catch you guys next week. Good show. Good show. Jason, a pleasure. Yep. Oh, absolutely.